Well, Razorback fans, Arkansas had some good news and some not so good news and then some more good news. So let's give you the latest on the portal for the Razorbacks here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I'm also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, actually. My goodness, I got my days all mixed up. Yeah, Wednesday. It's uh, It's been a crazy, crazy time over here. But, you know, it's been pretty entertaining for the most part for Razorback sports. And, you know, at least entertaining from the content wise, maybe not so much for you, but it is for me. And, you know, Arkansas had some pretty big news coming out of the transfer portal and had some pretty big additions on Tuesday. So we'll talk about that, but we'll also get into some of the recruiting things. And one of the things that Arkansas did miss out on, but we'll start with the good stuff. You know, we'll start with the good stuff. Um, Arkansas got two pretty significant additions out of the transfer portal where they were able to get, first off, Tennessee offensive lineman Addison Nichols, who uh, committed to the Razorbacks. He's 6'5", 325 pounds, and he had visits to Georgia Tech, Clemson, as well as Arkansas. And apparently, he had a good relationship with Eric Mateos. He was a mostly, uh, mostly played guard as a reserve lineman over in Tennessee. This is according to Hawksports.com. He practiced at center and is expected to get a shot at earning the job for the Razorbacks. He tweeted out uh, with some graphics saying, after discussing and praying about it with my family, I will be finishing my academic and collegiate career at Arkansas at, or at the university of Arkansas. Go hogs. We pick. So he was a three-star prospect coming out of high school out of Georgia. But what was interesting is that he was of the class of 2022 and he chose to go to Tennessee over offers that included Georgia, USC, Ohio State, Florida, Alabama, Clemson, Florida State, and so many others. So pretty big get, uh, at least when he was coming out of high school and looks like he's going to be able to add some much, much, much needed depth to the Razorback offensive line because we know that they've needed that more than anything. Now, that was a really nice and great addition, but the other one that was really great for Arkansas, again, just adding some depth, is when a former Georgia player. It's almost like there's some sort of connection here. Uh, they got Xavion Sori. Now, Xavion Sori is a former Georgia linebacker. He's 6'3", 220 pounds. Uh, he's part of the class of 2021, and he was a five-star, bona fide five-star recruit coming out of high school. Uh, he's a redshirt sophomore. He's going to have two years remaining in Fayetteville, and he's going to officially join the Razorbacks in January. And he also said... About um, about Arkansas, he says, I mean, it's a great place. And I know people there. Jaheim Singletary, that's my former teammate, Andrew, from Florida. There's a lot of factors that, uh, that really factored into it. And he was the number 35 overall prospect, in uh, according to 24-7 Sports. He saw four games as a freshman in 2021. He recorded three tackles in 12 games in 2022 and produced 19 tackles, one and a half tackles for loss, a sack, and a pass breakup through 11 games played for the Georgia Bulldogs. So, yeah, that's that's significant. That is very significant. And you got to give credit where credit is due for Arkansas because I was 
you know, we'll talk about some of the bad news that was coming out. But, you know, if you think about a lot of the other programs that Arkansas has been going up against and maybe in their own respective in the SEC and whatnot, uh, they really haven't had a whole lot of luck, comparatively speaking. Seeing a lot of other programs be able to get a lot of these big-time players and players that they felt like they were in battles for and uh, ended up, you know, beating out Arkansas for some of these players it wasn't exactly the most fun thing for Razorback fans to experience. I compared it to, like, imagine it since it's Christmas time. You know, imagine that, you know, you're sitting there and you're opening up presents and in, in this room and you're surrounded by your brothers and sisters that you hate. You can't stand them. You hate them. And, you know, you want the nicer things. But they are just keep opening up the gifts and they keep getting great gifts and everything that's so cool. But yeah, you're sitting over there in the corner. It's like you're not getting as many gifts as frequently. Uh, the gifts you've opened up are not exactly the most exciting things. Like you got a belt, a pair of socks, which are important, which you need. But it doesn't really get you excited. It doesn't really want you to go run to your friends and say, hey, look what I got for Christmas. But you keep looking over there under the Christmas tree and you're like, man, my, my, my gift's coming. My big gift's coming. It's going to get here. And... I feel like that's how Razorback fans have felt. And now, after getting these couple of players that address some pretty major and significant needs for Arkansas in depth-wise, at least, these are at least a nice little gifts and nice little presents. I mean, listen, you got a former bona fide five-star player that played linebacker and had, you know, time played. And I'm going to sit here and say he was a starter and it was a big-time player for Georgia. But he at least contributed to the team. And a guy who is good enough to contribute on defense at the linebacker position for Georgia, yeah, I think that's going to be pretty good for Arkansas to have. I think I'm going to take him. I think I think there will be some big expectations there. I mean, 6'3", 220, it, that's great. I mean, that's the type of player that you want to have. It's a player you want to, that you need. And so now it's good to see him coming to Arkansas and – going to be able to add to that because Arkansas lost more linebackers really than any other position if you think about it I mean they lost Chris Poo Paul was it Manny Powell they lost um Jordan Crook which is another guy too so they've had they've had some some pretty big losses there on the linebacker spot and they're still waiting on the decision from the high school run, uh, linebacker Bradley Shaw now from what I've read and according to 24-7 sports it's down to Arkansas and Clemson and they're all predicting, you know, their little crystal ball predictions. Steve Wiltfong is one of the best in the business. Uh, he's predicting that Arkansas will get him, Bradley Shaw, linebacker. He's a bona fide four-star player, number 14, or excuse me, number eight linebacker in the entire country. And so uh, he has offers to Alabama, Auburn, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Arkansas. So, that you know, that would be pretty nice to, to get him. I know transfer portal is the most important thing right now, but still having some freshmen, some high school guys, to come in and, and add some things to it would be uh, pretty big too. But that's that's where Arkansas is at right now. And, you know, there's still a lot of time left to try to figure out uh, what they're going to be looking like for some of the uh, transfer portal guys that they're wanting. So just to kind of run through it and to give you uh, an update on where it's all at. Because let's be honest, time you're listening to this podcast, it's signing day, right? It's signing day for high school. So transfers, we'll look at, you had Xavion Sori, a five-star linebacker from Georgia. You got Addison Nichols now, who is a four-star 
offensive lineman out of Tennessee. You had Matthew Shipley, the kicker punter out of Hawaii. You had Fernando Camar, is it Carmona? Carmona, yeah. Fernando Carmona, who uh, is a guy from San Jose State, coming into Arkansas, offensive lineman. You have Danico Slaughter, who is the cornerback out of Tennessee. It's a big get there. Taylor Green, the quarterback from Boise State, transferring in, one that Petrino really likes. Uh, Andreas Paskey, who's the tight end from Eastern Michigan, 6'6, 255. I'm going to be more of a blocking guy. And then Keyshawn Blackstock, the offensive lineman who is a four star player out of high school and is transferring out of Michigan State. So you got eight transfers as of right now committed to Arkansas. And I think there'll be more than that. And where it stands right now, as far as commitments go for Arkansas, you have Charleston Collins, who's a, who's a big-time get from uh, Little Rock Mills. He's a D-lineman four-star. You have Simon Bridges, who is a cornerback four-star player out of Lake Benton, Te- Texas. You got Ashton Bethel-Roman, uh, who's a four-star wide receiver out of Ridgepoint, Missouri Te- City, Texas. You got K.J. Jackson, who's the quarterback. You know, I'll go from K.J. Jefferson to K.J. Jackson. Four-star player for him. Braylon Russell, the running back out of Arkansas. Four-star player who has a lot of expectations there, too. Uh, so those, those are your four-star players. You got you got a, quite a few of those. And then uh, rounding it out, Kavion Henderson at, uh, at defensive line, Justin Logan, linebacker, Julius Pope, who's uh, listed as an athlete, Tevis Medcalf, who's also listed as an athlete, uh, C.J. Brown, who's also listed as an athlete. So you got three straight athletes there. Uh, Zeri Madison, an in- interior offensive lineman. Wyatt Simmons, a linebacker from Harding Academy, which, man, he's expect big things out of him. He, he's going he's gonna to blow it up. I have a big, big, uh, I have a big, uh, you know, future forecasting for him. Akari Johnson, the cornerback out of Texas, the uh, Jaden Allen, uh, another cornerback out of Texas, and Kobe Branham, who's an offensive lineman out of Fort Smith, and Jeremy Cook, who is a safety out of Hoover. So that's what they have right now, at least the time of the recording this podcast. And we'll do a little recapping uh, on the next podcast of just looking at what the signing day looks like. But it's going to be a big one for Arkansas, but. Uh, you know, I'm not trying to make light of it or anything, but the portal is really where it's at right now for the Hogs. In fact, they had something happen in the recruiting ranks that got a lot of people talking yesterday about a player that did not commit to the University of Arkansas. And we'll talk about that here in just a segment. First, I got to tell you, passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and to level it up to peak performance. From superchargers to roof racks to exhaust kits, LED headlights, and so much more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time, guaranteed, or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need, with all the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so continuing on with the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, um, you know, we talked about a lot of the positives that happened for Arkansas in recruiting or the transfer portal, I guess more specifically. Uh, but we will have to talk about uh, a little bit of a thing that Arkansas, not saying it was a surprise, but it is something you just don't want to see. And that is where uh, four-star wide receiver Courtney Crutchfield out of Pine Bluff 
decided to commit to Missouri. 6'2", 175 pounds. Uh, he committed to Arkansas. He's a former commit of Arkansas back in April, and he chose Arkansas over Tennessee, Missouri, Auburn, Oklahoma, Vanderbilt. Reopened his recruitment on November 4th, and he picked the Tigers over the Razorbacks and also LSU and Auburn. On3.com rates him as the 24th wide receiver in the nation and the number two prospect in Arkansas. So he's also been selected to play in the All-American Bowl game on January 6th at the Alamo Bowl, Alamo Dome, in San Antonio, Texas. So, yeah. Lost one out of the state. Which is something you never want to see. You know, you never want to, you never want to have that happen in any regard. But still, I got, the reaction that people had to this at the time of when it was announced, again, people were just really down in the dumps and really, like, not happy about it, which I understand. I mean, you never want to lose an in-state kid, especially one that's so highly regarded and one that you feel like could be, you know, crucial to what you could accomplish and uh, also, you know, have have uh, have them losing out to uh, that, you know, the team like Missouri is just really bad as well. But, you know, here's the thing. Like right now in state recruiting for Arkansas, you got – this is according to 24-7 Sports. Uh, you got Courtney Crutchfield, who was uh, as the number one player there in the state. But I tell you what, let's do the composite rankings because I like the composite rankings. That takes everybody's rankings into consideration. Arkansas is still getting the number one player with Charleston Collins, the D lineman. But then Courtney Crutchfield's number two, and he's uh, out of Missouri. Of course, they're going to Missouri. Walker White is the other one, the quarterback who's going to Auburn. And then you have Raylan Russell coming to Arkansas. You have a four-star linebacker out of Jonesboro going to Missouri named Brian Huff. And then Wyatt Simmons coming to Arkansas. Joseph McVeigh is going to Vanderbilt, which is awesome. C.J. Brown coming to Arkansas. Austin Dindy is an athlete out of Pine Bluff also going to Missouri. Drake Lindsey going to Minnesota. And so on and so forth. And there's a few other ones there in the mix too, but those are, those are the main ones. But either way, you start to see players like this and highly regarded players like that, like just reading off the top five. You have two of the five players coming to Arkansas. And one of them going to Auburn and Walker White and Courtney Crutchfield and Brian Huff going to Missouri. So here's how I look at it. First off, as I said before, I don't really care about high school recruiting right now. I, I really don't. I know some of you are going to say that's BS or whatever. That's fine. I don't care because this year is more than just about getting a good high school recruiting class. Sure, I'd like to have one. We all would. But it's more about the portal class because you got this year and this year only. That's all you got. You got to figure that out and you got to figure it out now. So for it to be a high school class where you lose a couple players, yeah, you don't want to do it. But I ain't, I ain't pushing the panic button. I ain't freaking out. I mean, to me, it was a lot bigger deal getting the offensive lineman and the linebacker out of the portal today than it was getting Courtney Crutchfield. Like, let's be honest and let's think about this. And I know some of you who are upset, but think about this. Would you rather have the offensive lineman transfer from Tennessee and the five-star linebacker transfer from Georgia? Or would you rather have Courtney Crutchfield? I mean, sure, we'd all like to have both. But to me, I'd rather have the transfers because this year's a lot more important. And not to mention the fact that, you know, the wide receiver position, too, is always pretty fascinating to where there's so many wide receivers. And with the transfer portal and, you know, adding guys so quickly – uh, I'm not saying this is in Courtney Crutchfield because he could also have an Arkansas too. You know, you add a player that's highly regarded and a player that has a lot of potential and maybe could come in right away. 
doesn't mean that it's going to pan out and they're going to stay at those schools. Like, who's to say that of those five players that are going to those respective schools, Arkansas included, that they'll even end up at that program for their collegiate career? I'd say the chances are pretty slim. So I'd rather get guys that I know at least you've seen play college football, you know what they're capable of in college football, and you, you know you can add something to the mix. But like not getting Walker White, I, I, who I, I don't care. I, I wish him nothing but the best, but I don't care. You know, I I think that if you know Arkansas you know, really wanted them, that's one thing, and I, I think that they did, but also I think that they didn't. So, you know, he could end up being a great player, but I'm not. I, there, I think KJ Jackson's a great quarterback too. <laughs> you know, plus there's something about private school players, especially quarterbacks in Arkansas. They just never really seem to always pan out. I'm not hating on it. I just thought that was interesting. But see, but still, you got Braylon Russell, who is a dude. The running back position, which is great, and then you got Charleston Collins at D line. Like I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. So the point is, is like I'm not freaking out. I'm not pushing the panic button. I'm not losing my mind because Courtney Crutchfield wanted to go to Missouri and have fun with that. So, uh, but it's just fun. It's it's like I love recruiting and I love the transfer portal and I love the chaos that it provides. And again, this is just a chaotic thing. Arkansas has got to keep hitting that portal. Keep hitting that portal. And as I said before, it's amazing how things change where Arkansas, when the day opened up and Courtney Crutchfield committed to Missouri, people were really down. But when you added those two players into the mix, it got people's spirits back up, which is why I continue to say, let's wait until it's all said and done. And then we can make our judgments and then we can draw our conclusions. But until then, it's completely pointless. It is completely pointless until then. We'll talk about actually the chaos that it does provide in college football, which is what's going on right now here in just a second. So stay with us on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Um, you know, we talked about the chaos that is transfer portal and high school recruiting and, and college football just right now. Like, I remember just a few years ago, not even, like, almost like begging for some sort of content to discuss at this point in time of the year. Because before, you had the transfer portal and NIL and, all that in madness, and even before the early signing period, you know what the month of December was? Nothing. It was waiting for your bowl game, which may take a while, which may people not might be too excited about. Watching basketball, which college basketball, in most cases, at least with Arkansas, was that way years ago, was playing a bunch of directional no-care schools. Didn't really get anything moving the needle. And that was it. Like, that's pretty much what the month of December was about. It was a very slow period of time. But now it is not the case. In fact, I would even make the argument that Arkansas, especially, and since that's the team we talk about, the team I cover, Arkansas, especially with this chaos that comes along with what is going on, not only do I enjoy it and embrace it, but it's so electric and so great to just have the ups and downs going along with it and just fun to see what, how it all plays out and how it all lands. 
And so ever since it's been going on, I've been enjoying it, or at least trying to enjoy the ride as much as possible. Maybe some of you don't enjoy it as much, but I do because I like seeing newness. I like new shiny things. You know, like it's kind of like one of those deals to where, you know, some of you may like really like, you know, getting a new car or a new truck like I did just the other day, even though, man, why'd you get a new truck? Did you really need a new truck? I'm like, you know, I really, really, I mean, did I really desperately need one? No. But then sometimes you just get a great deal on one and, you know, you got to take it because you don't want to be an idiot for not taking a great deal on a truck, you know? So it's like, you don't always need it, but there's something fun and exciting about something new. And in cases, it doesn't even have to be something like a vehicle or a truck. It could be a new shirt that you have, uh, something that you bought where, you know, did you need it? No, but it was nice. It was fun. It's kind of what it is. Uh, it's another element to add it to making it a lot more enjoyable and seeing the team and how it builds and how it comes together at, during this time of the year to see who's jumping ship and who's staying on, what the roster is going to look like. You know, you can be a team or a program that goes from being absolute trash to being really good. Uh, or vice versa, you go from a program that's being really good to really trash. Um, you know, coaching changes are always a big part of it, which it's kind of crazy to think that Arkansas has really not had that in any coaching changes. Like, you told me that when the season came to an end, Arkansas's only changes on the coaching staff would be them hiring a new offensive coordinator, which we all knew they were going to have to do anyways, and also replacing Cody Kennedy. Like, that's it? I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying I wouldn't have expected it. I would have felt like maybe coaches, certain coaches would have moved on somewhere else or certain other coaches would have been told to move on. But, hey, they're staying, so there's that. Just going to have to live with it. But it's a fun time of year. So enjoy it and embrace it for what it is. I know it's signing day today, and we'll talk a little bit about it and probably do a little bit of recapping for it as much as possible. But uh, just enjoy the time. Holidays are coming, right? Christmas is on, on its way. We'll be here less than a week, so let's just all try to enjoy it a little bit and take a little relaxation from it all, too. Appreciate everybody listening into Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.